Greetings, welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. I have a weird uh, news item in my hand that inspired today's webcast. Uh, it's a BBC article uh, from June 5th titled, U.S. Bid to Grow Human Organs for Transplant Inside Pigs. Uh, now, I have to give a tip of the hat to my colleague, Mr. Wyatt Soselka, because he got to this topic before I could. I highly recommend you check out his webcast on the topic. It's very good, and it really extrapolates some of the possibilities of what we're seeing in our world today that, sadly, I wish I could say they're, they're completely off course, but sadly, again, they're not. Uh, what this article is about, if you, if you haven't read the news and haven't seen that excellent webcast yet, is... Uh, the idea that they're starting to use our amazing capabilities in gene editing to begin uh, creating human organs inside pigs. That's what they're hoping to do. So you have a pig growing that has a human pancreas or a human heart or a human liver uh, used with stem cells and, and gene editing and some other techniques. I won't go into the details so that we can kill that pig, take out its human flesh, if you will, its kind of human pancreas, uh, and then give that as a person for a transplant. They have all sorts of concerns. What if the stem cells happen to go to the brain of the fetus pig and it starts to develop somewhat of a human brain? They're trying to uh, look at all those things. No one truly seems to be asking any deeper questions. And I could not help but think of the old H.G. Wells book, The Island of Dr. Moreau. In fact, one of my colleagues actually uh, here as part of our Tomorrow's World work actually brought up the exact same topic. If you're not familiar with it, I'm not recommending it as a book. But H.G. Wells wrote of an island where a doctor was constantly experimenting and blending humans and animals, trying to improve animals and make them more human-like. And so the protagonist in the book sees all these horrible, what actually the article calls uh, chimeras, uh, just blends of different things. So you have kind of part monkey or part hyena and part man, a lot of part pig and part man. Uh, just, uh, it's supposed to be kind of a morality tale, that book. But let me take it in a different tack. Again, watch my colleague's webcast. But I'd like to take this not as a problem in and of itself, but as a symptom. Just one symptom of two particular problems. Let me regale you a little bit with some other similar symptoms. Uh, we have midwives in England, an organization, official organization of midwives, uh, who have traditionally been responsible for helping bring children into the world that are now officially stating their support for the idea of aborting a child all the way until the moment it's born. A fully developed child in the womb and aborting it even at the last minute if that is the mother's desire. Further than that, we have professional ethicists teaching at universities who've suggested that frankly the same reasoning carries out to newborn children. In fact, at least some in particular that I have in mind have said that, you know, if you really think about some definitions of personhood, we should be able to actually kill a child up to two years old. Uh, and saying that with a straight face, as if that's actually some kind of ethical position to take. Uh, let's consider some others. Increasingly, we have governments and organizations supporting the idea that we should be allowed to just kill ourselves if we want. Oh, the argument starts with, well, if you have some sort of life-ending disease and you're suffering, 
But then you see the definitions change to suffering. Well, sometimes it's just mental suffering. Sometimes you're just depressed. And you know what? Hey, children should have that right too. Why should we deny them as well? Uh, and you see this growing and growing, this idea that, well, it doesn't make that much difference. We should be able to do that. In fact, it even grows to euthanasia where we say, well, you know, we really ought to be able to kill individuals who can't speak for themselves because we've judged that those human beings' lives are simply not worth continuing. Uh, actually, it goes on and on. We had recently a case where uh, a boy uh, in a zoo got into a gorilla cage. I actually did a webcast on this. And they ended up having to shoot the gorilla to save the child and make sure the child uh, was taken out of danger. And yet people are claiming that somehow killing the gorilla was murder was murder, like killing a human being. In fact, at least one individual said that killing an endangered gorilla is worse than murder, a larger moral crime. Uh, continuing, now look at what we've done to the foundations of our society. We allow men to marry men, women to wear, marry women. Uh, we've laid the foundation, as many legal scholars have said, for men to marry lots of women and a woman to marry lots of men. What difference does it make? In fact, there's talk now of people being able to marry animals, robots, uh, even marry themselves. The world is in flames. What is going on? I argue that all of these things are symptoms of deeper problems and we can highlight it in just two ways. One is that we have forgotten humans are special. The Bible declares that we are made in the image of God. But the world is increasingly adopting the position of Ingrid Newkirk of PETA, P-E-T-A, who had said famously, a rat is a pig is a dog is a boy. If you lose sight in the distinction of why human beings are special, these things come as a natural consequence. We're living in a world created by that philosophy. But more deeply than that, and something I'm going to try to bring out more and more in these webcasts, if you look at the first five words of the Bible, you grab your own Bible, you look at Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. The first five words are important. It says, in the beginning, God created. And then it talks about the rest of the world and all the rest. The Bible starts that way for a reason. In this society, we have rejected the idea that God is the creator. And by removing that from the foundation of this civilization, we have left a void that is continually filling with abominations. This article about human pig organs, it's not going to stop there. Thanks for watching. Please check out everything else we have available at tomorrowsworld.org.